When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following episode of the Chicken Nick Show is brought to you by our friends at The Beanery. This is your neighborhood coffee shop located in Gretna, Papillion, Ashland at 168th and Giles. Go to TheBeaneryCoffee.com to see their selections. They got drive throughs all over the place. Check them out. They've got whatever you want to drink, maybe a snack along the way, and tell them Chicken Nick sent you. I don't know if it'll do any good. But they do offer the Chicken Nick drink, a nice caramel pecan latte. You can get it ice. You can get it hot. You can purchase e-gift cards for someone's birthday. It's the Beanery, serving people coffee. Love it. Casey is going to the locker room. He ran off the floor. But the trainers didn't run with him. Uh, Might be a restroom break. Maybe you think. Maybe that's right. I'm going to run to the bathroom. It's the gift that keeps on giving. I'm going to run to the bathroom. It's uh, thank you, Kent and Jake, for leading us to the cold open. That was great. That was good. No, And we really got to give a thanks to Kese Tomanaga for basically appearing to be running to the bathroom. So it allowed for us to uh, to do it. Like, take me behind the scenes. How did you get queued up on that? Did you I mean, how did you find that one, Chick? So I was made aware of... I guess someone had tweeted to the Shikinik account about a uh, the show being referenced again, and okay. I didn't have an exact time, but I figured it was second half when the game was getting away because you don't want to reference our show when it's a competitive game. Yeah, right, you want to this this show is the show that gets referenced when the game is not important anymore because you should never talk about us when a competitive game is going on. So I just listened to most of the second half and heard that and thought I got to run to the bathroom. I that works perfect. That works perfect. Okay. Yes. You're that. That's it. You'd imagine there are not a lot of Chicken Nick references. I'm gonna run to the bathroom. There's not probably gonna be a that if they're you know if Nebraska is in the seven ten game in the first round of the NCAA tournament. I don't. I assume KP and Jake aren't gonna be dropping Chicken Nick potential drops for us, but you never know. You never know. I put that in the poll. Should Kent and Jake reference Chicken Nick during? The NCAA tournament. Come on. Call for for a Nebraska game. Yep. I mean, they're doing it in conference like games, right? Like, Got to treat it like another game, okay? That goes for the radio call, too. Conference games, NCAA tournament game, it's all the same. It's all the same. All the same. It is all the same, my friend. By the way, I did interview Fred Hoiberg on the um, floor. And uh, I saw some tweets about that. There was a screen grab of someone saying, poke his chest, poke him, poke him. Uh, how would how, how was that uh, there after that one? I mean, there was no poking. I learned my lesson not to poke. Once you poke and it gives it give you anything in return, you don't poke again. That's the poking rules. Okay, 
So I didn't poke. I did hit Jawan Gary with a quiz, though. You ever, you ever been? Okay. Have you, you ever asked him a question? Oh, I, I, I asked him a question, put him on the spot. It was Saturday, February 17th. I was made aware right before we, I did the interview by Seamus, the, the SID, the great SID of Nebraska basketball, that it was Jawan Gary's birthday. And so, you know, I ask the, 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 the typical questions, and I say, okay, I understand it's your birthday. Let's do some birthday quiz here. What other famous basketball player shares your birthday? I really, I took, I oh went out on a limb. Goodness. You did not do, you did not do the Michael Jordan oh, you thing him. with him. Oh my <laughs> Nick Paul tries to bring every basketball conversation back to Michael Jordan. He knew, he knew. Luckily, he could tell he started nodding. It was like he had a goat, the goat himself. Michael Jordan I was like, good. Okay, I was a little, I was nervous. You, you, you quiz and it just goes, you know. You know how to hold a bat, you hold a bat by its wings. Oof. We'd have had a little Michael Severe and Nick Baugh on BTN. You know how to hold a bat, you hold a bat by its wings. <laughs> that's, that's a good line. He didn't get it. He didn't no. get it. Everybody's a little nervous. <laughs> I need that. We didn't need it. Yeah, but, but like Pete did to you, you should have just answered the question immediately after the question. I should have. You know who shares a special birthday with you? It's Michael Jordan. <laughs> he didn't that way it. you take all the guesswork out of it. I should have done it. Well, I should have found like a 19, you know, a Bob Cousy reference. But he didn't get it. He didn't get it. He didn't get it. But, yeah, I <laughs> I knew. I, I, I was like, he's got to know that he shares a birthday with Michael Jordan, you know? And then you lifted up your shirt and said, look, and I've got happy birthday, Michael, on my chest. Well, I did explain to, I couldn't believe that my wife didn't remember why I chose this. So Saturday, February 17th, was the eight-year anniversary of my surgery. Opened up my, che- opened up my chest, pulled a tumor out all over it, okay? <laughs> I open up some salsa, explodes all over my chest. <laughs> That was the exact, that was Dr. Rudy Lackner's exact report. That's it. To me. Doctor, could you tell us exactly what happened uh, while I was under? Opened up your chest, got a tumor out of your chest. (laughs) Opened up the scalpel, opened it up all over your chest. But when, when we were going over potential dates back, you know, we were trying to figure out surgery. I had done so yeah. many book reports on Michael Jordan that I knew, you know, and segregated like, my book report is on Michael Jordan. He was born February 17th, 1963. And so I knew when, there, when February 17th was an option, I was like, yes, I want that. I want that one. And the whole reason. You still was, have that lisp. You still have that lisp. I do. I do. I do. It <laughs> pops up every once in a while when I lisp dates. <laughs> but I knew, I knew that, okay. I mean, how stupid is that? How sports have a way of making, I mean, uh, having massive surgery. Why did you choose that date? Because it was a basketball player's birthday, and I just felt like it was it was right to do it like that. This is either going to be the greatest day or the worst day, and uh, it's, it's really either I'm either going to make it through and it's Jordan's it's surgery successful, Jordan's birthday, or it's my death day, right? I mean, that's really what you were thinking about. I'm going to ruin Jordan's birthday, 
And if I'm going, I'm going on his birthday. That's right? It. Yeah. I'm doing it. If I'm gonna if I'm going out, I'm going out on MJ's birthday. That's how I felt about it. If I'm going out, I'm going out with Jordan. I want Jordan on my team, you know? <laughs> I'll put that on the poll. If you're going out, are you going out with Michael Jordan? <laughs> I'm really into, by the way. You've you seen oh. on have you seen on Peloton that you can now watch like Netflix and all them things on it? You, there's like an inner. I, I, I have heard about that, but I haven't done that yet. I've been watching. Uh, I, I just watched the Succession right now. I'm in like season three of that okay. awful show, but such good acting, I can't stop. Like it's just so <laughs> bad, but so good. Apparently, I, it's won some awards. Apparently. And when I'm done with it, I want to talk about it. But it's been over for a See, while. See, I can't help out. I can't. I can't help you out. I can't do it because I've not watched Succession. But I am. I do not listen to. Music, I don't listen to. I just have the cues. The only reason I'm, I've got it is so I can lock in the speed because I've got one of those newer bikes that you can lock in the the uh, the endurance, right? Um, uh, the, the you know how how strong you whatever have the pedal. hell it Sorry, is. I'm had nothing to, to do and with the calories burned, resistance, RPMs, or whatever the hell it is. Resistance. Thank you, Bo. Resistance. And so <laughs> I had to figure out what, uh, how fast to do the pedal. What is those things those called? Pedal the bike? thingies. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but I do not listen to the music. I don't listen to the instructor. I have them on, but I'm watching television. Like, yeah. the exercise becomes better. I'll put this on the poll. Is exercising easier when you're watching television? See, I usually, for a long time, I would, yeah, I would have the workout going. I'm not listening to, like, come on, push, go. I'm listening to a podcast. Of some kind. Right. That's what I do too. You know, yeah. I'm I'm doing yeah. that. But now, now that I got you know in the screen, I can watch Netflix. And so your boys, I'm just rewatching the Last Dance. So your boy been okay. watching the last because I find the Last Dance incredibly inspiring. And that the right. intro music to the Last Dance gets your boy ready to pedal to the metal. You know what I'm saying? Is Nick Baugh watching the Last Dance while? On the Peloton, the least surprising news of the week. I did get a great, there was a great tweet about you and the eight mile thing last week. They yeah. envisioned you just, you picked eight mile because it was the first movie listed because it's in alphabetical order. They put the numbers first. Eight mile is the first movie you saw on the plane. You're like, I'm not going any further than this. That looks good. You're like a little kid who right. sees like one cookie. He's like, I want that. I'll There's a cake that behind it. It's like, I don't care. No. I just saw the cookie first. I did. I did see that tweet. I thought that tweet was funny. <laughs> it was not true, but it didn't change that it was funny. <laughs> it did not change that the tweet was still an excellent tweet. It was, there was, it Don't was let funny. facts get in the way of funny. No, no. And I'm not going to let it happen. I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let the fact that it wasn't true really impact anything with me. But, uh, yeah, I don't know uh, what's more. So what's more surprising for people that I watched eight mile on the flight or that I'm rewatching the last dance on oh, while gosh. I work out. <laughs> I can't believe you watched the last, like, I want to watch things I haven't seen. I just, I cannot I listen to or watch things I have already seen. I want to. I want to use the time to see something I haven't seen. It's either live sports, or it's a li- or it's a movie, or a show, right. or something. Yeah, you are you are using it to just talk. Hey, I'm gonna watch this new guy here, Michael Jordan. I'm gonna watch some highlights of this guy and see if he was any good. I'm like, he's down three to Utah in '98 in Game Six. What happens? Can't wait to see it. <laughs> 
<laughs> spoiler. They need some spoiler alerts on these things. Come on. No, I you know, I just I don't know. Some about it, the it all just gets, put it, it out just, on Twitter. Don't spoil Michael Jordan's career for me, please. No spoilers. I'm watching The Last Dance. On episode eight of Last Dance, they are about to begin the '98 playoffs. Don't spoil. Thanks in advance. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Jordan has just recovered from the flu. Don't know how he got it. Don't want to know. Did you guys All know? I know is we're in Game Seven. Jordan had the flu in the finals in '97. Just about to watch what happens here. Really curious. Don't spoil. Thanks, Nick. I need to do so, it. I need to do it. So uh, we've done a lot of polls here. Here, this is uh, it's a good segue to Ken Things? Jake. This is a clip here. I found it. I found it. I was, uh, you know, is last night. I was getting ready for a game that I was calling uh, today. I got called in uh, yesterday afternoon on the way back from uh, Porter, one of Porter's baseball games, and uh, the phone rang and they said, "Hey." Can you call a game tomorrow? Have you ever had that? You've had that before, oh, right? yeah. especially during COVID. Can you call a game tomorrow? And in your head, you're like, okay, what have I got going on tonight? Will I have time to prepare? Anyway, the answer is oh, yes. Yeah, you always, Charlotte. Yeah, it's on ESPN. Cue up the water boy. Um, like not only not so only did, will I do that for you, not only will I do that for you, but I would. Yes, I could do that. For you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would do yeah, that. I would do that for you. That's what I said. They said it just like that with that accent. They still wanted me to do the game. Like, we're really stuck. I don't care if you talk like uh, down south. That's fine. Welcome to the Bayou, boy. Uh, we need you. Brought to you by Sonic Blockbuster. <laughs> the Campbell Camels take on. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be the Campbell Camels. So, okay. All the right. Campbell so Campbell Camels, see if, they, see if they can get over the hump today. I begin my broadcast partner, Manny Gaku. Are you serious? Mark Adams is being replaced by Manny Gaku today. Oh, man. <laughs> Are you serious? Are you serious? So, uh, yeah, it was uh, Charlotte and Wichita State. So, called them. But, um, okay. But I was getting, but last night I was like, I got to, uh, I'll hop in the shower uh, quick, take an evening shower. And, and, and just like most normal people, I listened to a replay of Nebraska ball against <laughs> Penn State, Kent and Jake, with me in the shower. So I'm listening to it in the you second half. You hit the showers with I, Kent and Jake. I, 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 who doesn't? Who doesn't? I won't put that on the poll, though. Um, so You don't want to know the answer to that question. So anyway, I'm, I'm listening. And I found it. Are you ready? Oh, boy. It's a yep. nice little clip here. They have fun that you can tell. The game's getting away from They're joking right. with each other. Right. Well, give it to me. And then, of course, it comes back to uh, this, this podcast. I laughed out loud in the shower. I do that a lot. Here we go. Paul Seltz. Paul really does need to buy a vowel for that last name. <laughs> S-Z-E-L-C. Paul Zelk. Right. He needs to do a lot of we'll things. play a little Jeopardy here. Isn't that the game where you buy a vow? Oh, yeah. I don't know. No, that's Wheel of Fortune, isn't it? Wheel of Fortune, yeah, that's right. Are you Vanna? Are you my Vanna? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Not sure how I want to answer that question. <laughs> oh, Vanna. <laughs> Free throw no good by Kern. Sorry. Do I, do I have to take that back? Or? No, that doesn't offend me. Doesn't? Good. Do more than that to offend we, me, KP. We had, we had a little back and forth on Twitter this week. Uh, free throw Kern made the second one. You didn't know the definition of Riz. Of Riz. I learned that. I had, I, to, I yeah. had to take you to school on that. I mean, 
Who's more urban, Jake or there's a there's a Chick and Nick show question. Who's more urban, Jake oh. or Kent? And you're more hip too, I guess. Well, my kids yeah, if, you're, if you're more urban, you're more hip. That's not necessarily true. Well, it is too. Okay, <laughs> hey, hey, great clip. Probably the best minute and a half in the history of that broadcast. Just so good. So many good things. Had nothing to do with the game. In a related story, I'll put it on the poll. Who yeah. has who's more urban, Kent or Jake? Good God. All right. So that's on the poll. Okay. You had the Wheel of Fortune. You got to buy a vowel. Is that Jeopardy? I wanted to go. You're obviously not a big Jeopardy fan. Yeah. <laughs> You're obviously not a big football fan. <laughs> and, and so then they do that. And then he says the, oh, Vanna. I was like, has anyone ever said that on no. a broadcast before? Oh, Vanna. Oh, Vanna. That's like, that's terrific. That is so good. And then it goes into Riz, which my kids use, and it's taken me a while to figure out what Riz means. I didn't but know what it, it means. Like, hey, you're you're kind of like a you got good girl game. Like I don't I don't know if that's what that means if you say that to a guy. I don't really know, but my kid my kids do say Riz to each other and talk to us in a different language. I have no idea what you're talking about. Now I know what people who listen to this show and talk to their spouses who don't feel like like yeah i don't know i don't know what yeah. you're talking about i know what the spouses are like wait i thought riz was just an abbreviation for charisma is that not true okay i don't know okay. i maybe i i i assumed that if you have riz that's probably, you, okay I, that's what that's i thought probably a good was. way to say it. it says the meaning of riz is romantic appeal or oh, charm okay Okay, so it does say, back in 2023, it does say Riz is short for charisma. Okay, but it seems like it'd be right. more apt it in the It says it comes from black world. culture, which means you and I should use it more often. That's true. That is very true. That is so very true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ri- okay, well. What is this Riz? Guys, could you explain this Riz to me? I'd really like to riz. use this hip language. I watched 8 Mile on a flight the other day. Boy, did that B-Rabbit have a lot of Riz. Rewatching The Last Dance. My goodness, did Tony Kukoc have a lot of riz. <laughs> you gals see that Steve Kerr on The Last Dance? Talk about riz, am I right? Anywho. <laughs> Not good. Jerry Krause. Boy, I was watching The Last Dance. Jerry Krause, no riz at all, right? <laughs> Someone hands you a cracker. I wanted Ritz, but you gave me riz. Yeah. Like, all right. That's, well, it's that a classic no cracker mistake. Oh. So, anyway, it does say the ability to attract a romantic or sexual partner. Okay. Is a colloquial colloquial word okay style chart right. attractivist so yeah well i'm glad so that kent, i yeah kent, kent knows explaining it. riz to jake i believe that does make him more urban 100 I, I mean this might be our first 100 poll question <laughs> trust me i know jake i've known jake for a long time jake listens to the talking heads he listens to the grateful dead dude has gotten i don't know how much riz that boy got now that's my boy now let that boy I'll put it on the poll. Does Jake Muleisen have Riz? (laughs) (laughs) Great. That's great. Um, All right. So 
<laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska Paul's got some riz. They're doing their thing. They on the bubble, uh, boy. They're on the bubble, boy. Uh, I have said, I've been on record, that they can still make it without winning a road game, but it would sure make you sweat a little less if you did win a road game. Um, oh, man. It's just, it's just going to be it. It, it. It's just going to be a... So stressful. Anal retentive March Madness uh, selection Sunday. It's it's now the final. These final handful of games have become a giant game of Jenga for Nebraska. The remaining teams on their schedule. I'm not sure any of them really help. Like, be any win left on their regular season slate here. I'm not sure it really helps them, but certainly losing to some of these teams could hurt them. Losses will hurt a lot more than wins will help, but there you have go. to win them, right? So it's just, yeah. It's, it's always the thing, like, hey, this isn't a big game. Oh, yeah, try losing it and see how big it is. Yes. Like, that was a big game. Right. They're all big. They're all big. Ohio State beat Purdue earlier today. So all of a sudden, that game at Ohio State, you thought when they fired Holtman that, you know, there would be a, you know, one, two, three spring break I mean, would be there the way they broke the vindic The vindication of Gene Smith. He was hugging. Is it Diebler? Yeah, Jake Diebler. He was hugging Jake Diebler, the Jake interim Keebler? coach, after the game. Like, Diebler! October 4th, September 4th. Okay. They need the Diebler he elves. Was hugging, you know he was hugging the Diebler elf after the game. <laughs> Almost like a, this is why we did what we did type of moment. Even right. though they're not going to make the tournament, they're not going to make a run. But what is Chris Holtman thinking? Watch that. I guess I was the problem. Uh, you a know great what? guy. Right? Actually, I mean, but my goodness, I think Gene Smith, if we have audio of him in the locker room about how proud he is of the team. But tonight was about another guy, Jake Diebler. I mean, basically, this is the Mickey Joseph, Trev Alberts situation. You get an interim coach Diebler. Yeah, I got it here. You yeah. know, do we have I audio? This is. Uh, yep, I got audio. This is uh, Gene Smith. This, in is the tr- <laughs> this is Gene Smith. In the locker room, talking to Ohio State. First of all, I want to tell you guys how proud I am of you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for how hard you've worked, gone through a lot, and all this adversity. And I can't begin to tell you how proud I am of you. Thank you for representing us so well. But tonight is about another guy. His first win. Yeah. Gosh, Ohio State sounds like 300 guys in the locker room. That's amazing. I mean, it works perfect, does it not? You don't even have to like, uh, I thought he was going to drop a Nebraska or Mickey in there. No, he never. It works perfect. It works perfect. Tonight is about another guy, Jake Jake Diebler. Diebler. (laughs) Who was Trev talking about, Mickey or (laughs) Who had a better win, Mickey Joseph over Indiana or... Or, or Jake Diebler over Purdue. Second All rank right, Purdue. Here it goes. My word. I mean, that's. Game. What a. Uh, <laughs> what a moment. What a moment. 
Just amazing. Quick timeout. Got to call a full timeout to talk about our good friend Paul at the Beanery. We're just going to talk about Paul, or are we going to talk about more than Paul? We'll talk about more than just Paul because they got more than just coffee at the Beanery. They got smoothies there, strawberry smoothie, strawberry banana smoothie, a mango smoothie. I mean, they got like, what, five, six, seven, eight different smoothies. They got uh, bagels, cookies, different foods, breakfast. I mean, you just you roll out of bed. And you go straight to the beanery and good things are going to happen for you. I would like to interrupt you, though. Please put on clothes, uh, especially if you sleep in the nude. Don't just roll out of bed and go. Oh. I know we like to say that. Put on some clothes. Okay. Put on some shoes. Put on okay. maybe a spritz of cologne. Brush your teeth. You know, no one needs to see or smell that. Go to the beanery, although the beanery's coffee aroma will overwhelm any stank that you bring in there. Uh, the beanery, if you buy a gift card, you can reload the card online. If someone gave you that for Valentine's Day or something, you have this beanery card, reload it. Reload it online at uh, thebeaneriecoffee.com. And the beauty of it is, if you know, the beanery is a great place to go if you need to get some work done. In fact, if you need to use the restroom, I mean, this is what it may sound like in the middle of, uh, you know, you're, you're hanging out, you're having a business meeting there, and uh, you, uh, they got ukuleles being played there, and you may have to just stand up and, and let people know what's going on. I'm going to run to the bathroom. It's amazing they have ukuleles there. Really they got cool. ukuleles really cool. at the beanery. Every time, it's like when you walk into Cheers, Norm, you know, when you say I have to go to the bathroom, they go, oh, here's the ukulele, and they play that for you as you go. I think we, to recap, it's the beanery serving people coffee. <laughs> oh, Amazing. man. Uh, speaking of speaking of Nebraska and uh, Matt Rule, he was on College Game Day, the podcast, with uh, Reese Davis and Pete Thamel. And he had this line that I thought was really good, talking about how good-looking team they are for those three weeks we mentioned i came back on a friday morning and walked out and i was like damn we have a good looking team you know we don't have we're not a big fat team the only fat guys are the coaches on our on our, on our, <laughs> our like we're like a big yoked up strong competitive team i'll put it on the poll if the only fat guys are the coaches are you on the verge of a championship <laughs> what a great line the only fat guys are the coaches <laughs> We always joked about you can't be fat and be a football coach, right? You can't because you got to be, you know, you, you got to practice what you preach. You know, get in shape, do this. It's like, uh, and he's being funny, like you know, they're not fat. These are these are good guys, but I mean, it's funny Andy, to hear Andy that. Reed the only is, fat guys are the coaches. We're good. Andy Reid is big bounded. You know what I'm saying? Andy Reid is big bounded. I mean, you could say he's he's an overweight gentleman. Yes, I am too. Right, and, and, and I'm not coaching football. But you know, I don't know. That's when do you know Nebraska's back? I think I think we just got one sign. The only fat guys are the for the coaches. You know, great sign. The only fat guys are the coaches. It's yeah, a you great know, sign. they always used to joke like, "Oh, great!" You know, so and so's in trouble, got arrested. That means we're on the verge of a like, championship. Oh, they're right? coming back. No, they're like, all right, all right. You know, fat coaches. Fat coaches. Fat coaches. I would rather have fat coaches than my players get in trouble. All right. Uh, hey. <laughs> Put you on a, I'm gonna put you on a, 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 on a spot. I mean, you put me on a, on a, on a, on a spot. Are you about to give me the over under? How'd you know that? How you know that? Huh? Am I that predictable? Well, I was on with Schmitty over earlier in the week, and he asked me that question, and I did not hesitate. 
Oh, I you, did not hesitate, but you, I figured that's where you would go. You take the ovies? Seven and a half, right? I did not take the ovaries. I actually took the underwear. The, uh, I took you, the you took the underwear? I did. I did. Six <sighs> or seven wins. I took I took the win. I I, I took the under. I say st- seven. Uh, and you can go through the schedule of, oh, they should win this, should win that, should win this. Returning production's through the roof, right? So it's really good. Hey, bad news. No one invited to the combine. Good news? That's because they're all invited back to Nebraska. 100%. That's it. So I get that, but, you know, you haven't won six, and now we're setting the over-under to reach the over is eight? Like, I'm not buying – I can't do that. Like, you, that's a bridge too far. You haven't won six games So do you think seven and a half is the right – Yeah, that's true. And that's true, by the way. We don't even have to fact-check that. Uh, do, you, do you think seven and a half is the right number? Or would you? I would have put it at six and a half, but I Whoa. think there's a lot of protection going in there. I think there's protection going in there. Um, I mean, I think seven and a half is fine. Maybe seven, seven, maybe would be the push. Right, uh, right on that. Right, but I mean, you, you could totally look at their schedule and it's, say, "Hey, they should host be four and one, five and one." Right, it's it is but what totally I talked safe. about. They needed to get the schedule, get a couple of Hostess cupcakes to get that thing cracking like eggshells. They need two cupcakes. They need two Hostess cupcakes you know to get it cracking like eggshells, boy. That what is, is it, what the first is. home game. They're opening up their first, starting the season at home. First four games of the season. For, for the fir- but the the opening game is at home for the first time in Since what? Since 1947. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> They've been on the they've been on the road a long time. No, I mean, go through this. I mean, the fact that you're opening up at home against the Hostess Cupcake. The last time they opened at home against a non-power five team was twenty twenty nineteen. Was Arkansas State twenty seventeen? Let's see, what was twenty twenty nineteen? I thought they opened with. Did they not open with Alabama? Oh, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen at home against South Alabama. South the last Alabama. Time they yes. Up at home against. But the other than that, it's been a lot of at Illinois, at Ohio State, at Ireland, at, at Ireland, at Dublin. How many teams can go to Dublin and live to tell about it? Not many. Okay, especially when you kick an onside kick in the third quarter. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, this schedule sets up, you know? I mean, you got you got to – I mean, there's har- no doubt it sets up for eight wins. There's no question yeah. it sets I, but up it's for hard. eight wins. I mean, that, but that defense coming back, boy, that defense is – that defense is legit. <sighs> but it's just I – mean, here you, are your – I want to look and see if the football power index – has been updated to look ahead to next year's team. I don't think it has yet at this time, but I my guess, it. my guess would be that they're going to be favored in for FPI and all that. One, two, three, four, five, six, six or seven. Yeah, six or seven. I mean, even even as I say this out loud, I look at the schedule. I, I take the under on it. I would Here's the thing, the though: is you like, better you better hit the ground running. Because that back half of the schedule is... That's what I mean. I mean, Ohio State, at Ohio State, UCLA comes to the crib, you're at USC, I, whiskey, and then at Iowa. Like, yeah. better do your thing for that you can wang early on. Like, even Colorado, and I'm not trying to be a homer All here, right. but Colorado's going to have the best, most experienced quarterback on the field, <laughs> and they're going to have, like, the top two or three best players on the field. Like, they are. So, I, I don't want to be a homer, play. but no. they have the best... Like one through sixty, they have the better players. I don't want to be a homer, but they got the best. They have. 
There's no one better on the field than anything Colorado has, right? Yes. I mean, you're right. I mean, you'd have to go all the way back to 1947 for that to be different. Uh, But you you have to remember, and it's just what it's easy to just forget. You have to remember all the games that Nebraska fumbled down the stretch and mismanaged and... Yes, they're returning everybody. But, yes, they got Dylan Riola. Yes, they went in the portal, got some ballers. But, like, I don't know. It's a lot of newness. There's still newness here yeah. at the most important position, right? So, can Heinrich Harburg take you to seven wins? The follow-up is, if not him, can a freshman quarterback take you to seven wins, right? Can take you to eight. We're talking about eight for the overs. Can a freshman quarterback do that? That's the hard part is, like, I mean, I feel like this looking at the schedule and seeing seven wins is pretty easy to do. When getting to eight and saying out loud that they're Nebraska gonna win eight games next year, just that's that's a little more challenging. Everything that's gone wrong for you has to go right for you. Those heads have to flip to tails in a season like this. Like you can look back and all the over the overtime, one possession games and all that. Like if you go to the Minnesota game, you flip that game. The over-under you're looking at this year going, yeah, it should be seven and a half, and they should get to eight because you've gotten to six. You should have gotten to six last year. You're sitting at five wins with a month to go. Right. You know? But there's still, so, I mean, it still is the, it still the, is the yeah. same coaches that it's the same large cast of characters. It's just, you know? <sighs> Everyone knows the system. Like, there is something about the depth of knowledge in this transfer portal era where you have guys that know what they're doing, except the most important position is a brand new guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're Unless starting. I mean, you're probably going to line Harbor. up. You're, right. you're going to have a you're going to you're going to line up. Probably got a new running back, a new quarterback, a, yeah. maybe uh, your yeah. number one and number two wide receiver for wide out. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. all those guys are going to be new, which is good because I think they needed new guys. I don't think the talent was where it needed to be. But yeah, seven and a half. I mean. I don't know. My first thought, because I was chugging the Kool Aid at the time, was to take the OVs. But I don't know. Now you're talking me out of it. I gotta, I gotta let them marinate a little longer. Gotta let them marinate. I mean, they were right in there against Wisconsin last year. You get them at home. Yeah. You know, you're going to SC without Caleb Williams, right? You're, you've got UCLA, UCLA at home with a new head coach. Yes. So you know, you should be able to get one or two of those final four games. There, there is an opportunity there at least. But if it all comes down to: Do you start four and zero? You better you start start four and zero before you go to West Lafayette. Now we're having a serious conversation about eight wins. Other than that, sorry, pal, not happening. I hear you. I hear you. Go Buffs. Okay, so <laughs> another timeout. Need another one to tell you about the Omaha Supernovas. And uh, there's just there has been reports of a fever sweeping all across the nation, uh, but mostly in Omaha, Nebraska, and it's because of the Omaha Supernovas and the fact that their roster includes NCAA national champs, all Americans and Olympians. You need to join this fever, catch the fever, if you will, and make sure you check out your Omaha Supernovas. And uh, they are, I mean, chick, there's like 11,000 people at these games. That's a lot of people. It's a place to be. It's the place to be. It is the place to be. It's, uh, it's the game of stars. Uh, it's the showcase of talent. Uh, Paige Briggs, Gina Mancuso, Prasowski, of course, our favorite. Maggie Cartwright, former Arkansas outside hitter. Sophie Davis, you remember her from JMU. She was terrific. Tori Dixon, 
Gosh, I can remember her just blocking in the middle there for Minnesota. Now she's doing it for the Supernovas. Go to supernovas.com. You can click on your tickets. They've got some great ones coming up. Season tickets still available. Individual tickets still available or group tickets as well. It's a great place to go. Hey, we got a party. We've got a corporate event. We want to do this. We'll go and do it. Great matches coming up. They're on the road for uh, a little bit, and then they will be right back at home. Remember the Atlanta vibe? Thursday, March 14th. Get your tickets at the CHI Health Center, 7 o'clock Central Time on March 14th. Next time you can check them out. Do it. It's the Supernovas. Catch the fever. (laughs) Quickly, uh, I want to do this. This was from, I want to give a shout-out to Larry Putney. This was tweeted out. Larry Putney, pun level 202. Calling the Nebraska State Wrestling Finals, the Columbus Discoverers doing their thing. Here we go. Peterson is just going to write this one out. And he has discovered a state champ, Mason Peterson. Okay, good. That's good. good. Salute to you. Very well Salute. done. Clearly, you have uh, taken a class or two, haven't you, Mr. Putney? <laughs> Larry Putney, one of the best and one of the nicest. I love Larry. You will ever meet. I, I kick it with Larry every summer. Every summer for the Boys and Girls High School All-Star Game, Golf? I spent I, I mean, I spent a oh, lot of time yeah, yeah. with Larry. Found out the dude is like a, a like a very well-accomplished bowler. Like, do you know that? Like, dude is like all-world bowler. Is he, I did, wow, I did not yeah. I did not know that. Is he did he learn all of that in his hometown of Lexington? <laughs> <laughs> Larry Lexington? Let ever put those dots Hold together. On. <laughs> what a song. I, feel, I feel like that needs to be on a shirt. Holla at your boy. Some guy, somewhere there's a guy named Larry in Lexington, Nebraska. This, this who's has got to like, be like. This is my ringtone. This, is this my has ringtone. my ringtone. I also got to walk into the local bar with a shirt that says, Holla at your boy. It's a Larry from Lexington. And people are like, Larry. Cool shirt. Good to see you, bud. Let's get to the polls. Polls are brought to you by. Pillar. 402-919-ROOF. 402-919-ROOF. I mentioned something about roof to Kelly the other day. Something the, the word roof came up, and she goes, oh, and she started Kelly. to do it. Like, oh. Yes. I was impressed. That I is, wasn't disappointed. I was that impressed. Is awesome to hear. All right. Here are the polls. We did have a lot of uh, Valentine's Day we, poems. We, we did. We did. <laughs> pretty good ones. Read a read a. Why don't you, why don't you, um, Should we read a how few? How about this? You load up the poems. I'll do the polls. We'll alternate. I'll okay. do a poll. You do a poem. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Here we All go. Right, a couple. Okay. Hardy. <laughs> Hardy Wallbanger uh, says, roses are red. Diamonds you covet. When you upset Purdue, Jake says, love it. Love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs> Good. Uh, is Tony Romo still breaking down the final play of the Super Bowl? 96%. <laughs> Said yes. Okay. Uh, Elliot says, chocolates are sweet. <laughs> Too many make you chuck. Even if you didn't already know, Evan Burroughs, you suck. Evan Burroughs, you suck. <laughs> Should have been Did from John Bishop. Back steal the Oklahoma City Thunder from the two biggest musical acts of the past week? 91% said yes. Ooh. Another one, Hardy Wallbanger. Roses are red. A bride marries a groom. Now, if you excuse me, I have to run to the bathroom. I'm going to run to the bathroom. 
That's great. Is plan B for watching the Super Bowl, watching a part of 8 Mile? 58% said yes. Good. Good. That's good to hear. Roses, uh, Red Arson says, roses are red. You can't have it all. Music during free throws? This is not Big Ten protocol. This is not Big Ten protocol. Boy, Lisa Bluter, she's such a nice coach. I just had a great conversation with her earlier in the week. And all after the Caitlin Clark record, the morning after, on Sirius XM, and all I could think was yelling about Big Ten protocol. <laughs> all I could think about. This is not Big Ten protocol. Are people with peanut allergies easily offended by someone mocking peanut allergies? 74% said yes. We got oh, a few tweets about I know, this, sorry. I, I mean, This I will, is the last will, time we're mentioning peanut allergies. I will, yeah, we can't. You can't. I apologize. I am sorry about that. Apologize about that. Uh, Josh says, "Roses in your non-peanut allergy body." (laughs) Sorry, Josh says, "Roses are red." Dre Greenlaw tore his Achilles. If you're looking for sip, you can find him at Chili's. (laughs) What? That's the worst poem I've ever heard. So bad, it's good. Greenlaw and Chili's. So bad, it's good. What movie would you rather watch? Eight Mile or Hitch? Fifty-one percent said Eight Mile. Fifty-nine percent said Hitch. Wow. Wow. You can't go wrong. I think the real answer is you've you've already won. You walked home with Blockbuster Video with Hitch and Eight Mile. You got a weekend on your hands, brother. Hitch uh, is too many letters later. Can't get to it. No, no. Uh, Jonathan, Jonathan, speaking of, uh, roses are red. Nick should have watched Hitch. When he's on the road, he murders a Panera sandwich. <laughs> Great. Would airing TV theme songs from the 1980s and 90s be a good halftime show for the Super Bowl? 88% said yes. You're just trying to get that Target demo. That's it. That's all you're trying to do, you know? Okay. Okay. Uh, Mike says, roses are red, violets are the best. Just to be sure to watch out for, just be sure to watch out for Nick's hard pokes to the chest. It's more for Fred. Speaking of which, would Fred Hoiberg would Fred Hoiberg have gotten emotional if he had actually looked around? Seventy percent said yes. That was actually my favorite question of the week. He didn't look around. He didn't he told him to look around. He didn't. He didn't. Come on, you got to You got to see what we got on the same page here. Uh, of course, John Fairberry has a uh, has a Fairberry poem. He says, "My hot dog is red. It's from Fairberry too. Nothing goes better than me with you." <laughs> I like that, that John. Works. That's good. That works. Are you? Uh, what was the best commercial? Pella State Farmer Dunkin' Donuts. Pella got forty-seven percent. Yes. Vote. Are you surprised? Are you surprised? Schick hasn't seen Eight Miles. Sixty-nine percent said no. Have you seen Eight Miles? Sixty-six percent said yes. What is least surprising regarding Eight Miles? Schick hasn't seen it, or Nick chose to watch it. Fifty-one <laughs> percent said Schick hasn't seen it. Is least surprising. And finally, the last question, is this Big Ten protocol? Folks, we do have some history here. 50% said yes. 50% said no. There were 357 votes, so I don't think that's entirely accurate, but we'll take it. Give or take. take Give or take. That's good. That's good. One more poem to send us off. Find a good one to send us off here. We got to find a good one. We got to find a good one. Oh, by the way, someone said Nick just hit us up with a pun level 200 in the Georgetown game. Yeah. Quote, Cook has to reign supreme because yeah. it's Supreme Cook. That's right? right. That's right. I knew it. I kind of gave uh, Kugler a look like, yeah, you're going to be listening to that one, aren't you? That's pretty good. <laughs> um, 
Greg says, roses are red. Chili's is where we met. Was Steve Sipple there? I think I'd take that bet. Oh, I like that one. I like that one. Time to get out. And uh, Tyler, you like all that talk about Caitlin Clark possibly not being great? I'm not happy about that. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick Show. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Yes. The only fat guys are the coaches on our on our. On our <laughs> oh, Vanna. <laughs> A Huda Media Production.